You. I know most of them. <laughs> like, can I have can I have the song no. playing? Oh my god. Watchy Machine. Watchy Machine. Get him. Hey, 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 well, welcome back to Unsystematic. This is episode number 24. 23. Oh, wait. Oh, God. 24. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Unsystematic. This is episode number 24. 24. <laughs> she said it all aggressively, too. She's like, 24. 24. 24 ladders on my dresser. Yes, sir. Gotta get paid. I got twenty four ladders on my dresser. Yes, sir. Where the fuck is that laid? Oh my god! I think it's twenty five ladders, though, right? Yeah. This gonna be twenty four. So yeah, guys, we are on episode twenty four. Oh my god. Um, as we mentioned to you guys last week, this is going to be our Selena episode. Selena y los dinos. And I'm going to put it in my garage. <laughs> Say this bumper was pulled off by the bus of Selena. <laughs> but yeah, before we do that, we can talk about our week. Yay. What's, yeah. what's been going on? Uh, um, I got engaged on Saturday. Oh, just no big deal. Yeah, big deal. No big deal. Just just another Saturday. I thought it was just, well, not just another Saturday. It was our anniversary. But I thought we were just doing that. And um, it's so funny because, like, we had just come out of eating lunch. And he's like, I kind of want to go home. And I was like, okay. And then we go home. And then he's like, on the way there, he's like, you know what? Let's stop at Target. I was like, okay. And then we stopped at Target because I guess they needed more time. And then we walked in the house and I was like fully prepared to just like lounge out and like watch The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. But everybody was there. They're like, surprise. And I'm like, hi. (laughs) All the cars outside. (laughs) Here's the thing. Are you that like? (laughs) Okay. So we had texted Gabe and Vanessa asking if they wanted to hang out. Mm -hmm. And we're like, they go, sure, let's meet up at 430. I guess they already knew, like, this was a ploy. Mm-hmm. So we pull up, and I see Gabe and Vanessa's truck, and I'm like, oh, they must be here. They're, like, ready to hang out. And then I literally saw Karina's car. Didn't even register. I was like, oh, because John had told me the day before that his grandma was having people over. Mm-hmm. And he knows that I get mad if we can't park in our driveway. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, don't get mad. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I just thought, I was like, oh, they must have the same car. <laughs> Didn't Jeez. even register. Um, but, yeah, they surprised me. And I thought it was just, you know, like a birthday celebration because my birthday's on Easter. 
so we not everybody's gonna be able to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, but little did I know mm-hmm. that he was proposing, and I'm like, how did everybody keep this from me? Like, how did I not figure it out? Because he kept shooting you down, I guess. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he kept telling you to shut the fuck up and wait. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so what are you going to decide? Are you just going to be engaged for a while now? Um, We decided on the year. We just... Oh, yeah? Yeah, 2021. Oh, okay. So that's a while. Yeah. We want a long engagement. We night. I was like, what year are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, But we haven't decided on, like, an actual day, but I think... I'm thinking I want to do it in April. Why? Don't you think there's so many things in April? Yeah. Your birthday, your anniversary. Well, if we now get you have like an engagement day. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah. It just all coincides on the same. I I kind of like that idea because it's easier. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I just feel like it's so much all in one. Wouldn't you want it to be like extra special? Like it's like taking your relationship to like yeah. the last level. Or <laughs> you just make it a different day so that way you have multiple celebrations throughout right. the year. You, you have more presents. See, you I never bir- thought about that. You have a birthday. See, if you do it all in one, then he's forced to just, oh, here's a one present for everything. Yeah. But if you have separates, then you have an anniversary. Then I get multiple presents. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I expect a, a, a present on you Valentine's know, he's Day. Gonna he's going to be like, y'all are the worst. <laughs> One for Valentine's Day. The more, Day, the merrier. One for your anniversary. One for, like, your dating anniversary. Mm-hmm. One for your birthday. One for your wedding anniversary. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, because now he has to get yeah. you, uh, what, and then Christmas. Yeah. And then what else? So, and yeah, now you have kids, it'd be Father's Day. Yeah, and then Mother's and Day. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Make it separate. And I think you should just space it. Like, maybe do it, like one month apart and then that way you have a month you're always getting something yeah there you go <laughs> oh my god <laughs> y'all are geniuses and then you need to plan having kids about a month apart that day yeah. too so that way there's always and make it a tradition that you get a present on your kid's birthday as well yeah. oh my god well you need to push gift yeah but i would need it every year because every year will be a burden of reminding me yeah <laughs> that like I, I pushed a human out of me yeah you tore your insides up and your junk of it to give birth to a kid. Yeah. Oh, God. And you get two presents if it's a C-section. But yeah. I almost would choose a C-section. Like, I don't know if I want, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I know we're made to do that, but mm-hmm. I'd rather just be like, just take it out of me. And while you're there, clean up, like, a little bit of everything. Lipo. Like, <laughs> take a little section out. Please. <sighs> but, yeah, um... It was nice. It was like the one of the best days of my life. Yeah. <laughs> All the videos. I'm like so embarrassed now because as soon as I turned around, I just was inconsolable. I was so confused by his game though. Like I was like, he's really trying here. Yeah. He's trying. <laughs> I was like, if this is a real game, I don't get it. <laughs> but no, yeah. I was like, I don't want to play. And I was like, like if when you explain the rules 15 times, like I don't think it's going to work, bro. <laughs> I was like, in this game, mm-mm. And I well, guess that's why I was confused because it was like, what, is he about to do it? Or is like, because everybody was fucking confused. Everybody was like, wait. Well, but they were all playing confused. No, I know, but I'm saying like, was it planned? Because some people were, I, I mean, obviously we were genuinely confused, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. yeah but y'all did. knew about it though, right? No? No. We didn't know. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
I put two and two together because I'm smart, but no, we didn't know. Really? Yeah. Like on the way here or on the way there or like when you got there? No, I knew about the birthday party. Mm -hmm. Like I knew about that and a comment that he made in it was making it seem like something bigger was going to happen, but that's all. Yeah. Like I said, I put two to two together. And then the only reason, yeah, that I knew that the game was part of it is because Vanessa kept pulling out her phone and she had like her camera on. So I was like, okay, yeah, something's about to happen. Which I thought would have given it away to you because some people were pulling out their phones before you were even in the corner. Yeah. Well, they were messaging each other about it. Oh, because even like, like that's that's how I knew, yeah, that it was something was gonna happen because I think Vanessa and is it Kim? Yeah, sitting next to me, and then the other one that was sitting across the room. I think that had the dog. Yeah, I don't know. They were all oh, like, Becca. Ta- they were all like saying like this is like the moment or whatever. I was surprised you didn't catch on because at first like when I caught yeah. on, I was like like I could it's easily obvious. yeah <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so sweet. It was perfect. Yeah. And I'm, now I'm just excited to do the stuff that I'd never even thought about before. Well, now you can <laughs> actually like live your Pinterest board. Yeah. <laughs> now you can bring the board to life. Yeah. Have you decided if you're going to have, like, a like a big wedding, like, a backyard wedding? Like, what are you planning? Uh, it's going to be small. Super small. Like, just y'all and, like, a few other people. Yeah. We'll see if we can come down. Yeah, we you know, I might be we'll living be in Oregon. Yeah. I might be in a whole other country. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Whatever. Y'all are haters. Two years from now. Like, yeah, I might have ten kids by then. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm just kidding. Wow. You trying to set a record over there. Okay. I am. I wonder what the record is. For how many kids in like a year? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder like if there's like a rule on like how many kids you can adopt like in a year, you know? Like could I adopt 10 at once? I don't know. Like could I adopt a whole football team at once? I think because isn't adoption like a year long process? Or something. One or two years. Well, I think there's like a, a lot yet to get it finalized, but I mean, I guess you could foster multiple kids at once. Oh, so yeah. maybe. I don't know, but I never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's exciting. I know. I'm super excited, and it was perfect. Like I told him, like if he ever did, like I wanted everyone to be there, and I wanted my yeah. mom and my dad and his mom. So it was just. Yeah. Perfect. The ring is a little too big, but Anna was telling me that it's supposed to be big because, like, your fingers swell over time. Watch her wearing it for so long. Yeah. So I have but to yeah, go to... you can always get a little rubber thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes twitching. Ooh. But, yeah. Thank y'all for coming. Of course. <laughs> I have to show our face. Yeah. I honestly almost wasn't gonna come. Really? That's why. Yeah, that I, I probably like it would be nice to know because if I I almost didn't come because that work, day at work sucked ass. Like it was awful. Like I had two people call out. It was just like it was just like oh the nightmare God. that yeah. I like. I literally wanted to just go home and just drink my life away. Yeah, I even yeah. cried that morning. I was just like, as soon as I was getting all the text messages, I was just like, why, like, why me? So yeah. That's why I was, that's why I like, we, I didn't say that long because she just came to my house so I could show her where to go. And then I was like, I'm tired. It's fine. Like, uh, I want, I honestly, like after it happened, I really wanted to kick everyone out. Yeah. I know. That's what you said. (laughs) You should have. 
I was like, Michelle's probably well, just trying to. And then I felt bad because I was like, well, celebrate. like now we're all sitting here and like nobody was really talking much at that point. So it's kind of like, I was just like, I'm going to go to the restroom and then I guess see how I'm going to do this because I didn't want to be the first one and like make it awkward. But yeah, I hadn't even. I mean, if you're I tired, even, you're well, tired. I didn't even have a lunch break. So I just like, I didn't really eat in. I think I had hungry, bought like some chips. No, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't blame you. I'd probably do the same thing. No, it was if I a was long in that day, situation. but I had like committed to it, and then I had convinced her, and then I was like, "No, we gotta go." And then yeah, <laughs> Bernice that, had yeah, to that day me. I was like, "God damn it, man!" Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that she had two people call out until I got there. She's like, "So we're this is it?" And I was like, <laughs> "What?" And I'm like, like oh, it's the three Musketeers." So yeah. Well, what about your week, Bernice? Yeah. Last week sucked because I came back from Arizona last week. So it was like, you know, that first week after vacation, you're always like, blah. Mm -hmm. You need a vacation after vacation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I started, I don't know if I told you on, well, I don't know if we mentioned it on here or not, but, um, I started driving for Uber as well. So. Oh yeah. When I left last week, I was like, this bitch has her two stickers on here. (laughs) double boss um yeah so it's been interesting i don't like the app for uber um and i told y'all right that i just like walked in because i was waiting for my decals to come in the mail and they never did so i just went down to like the hub or whatever and i just walked in and i was expect i had my phone out and everything like ready to show them you know i I really am a driver for you guys yeah no i just walked up to the counter and he was like how can i help you and i'm like i just need my my um uber decals and he was like okay pulls two out and gives them to me and i'm like this is how people end up murdered. Because anybody can fucking walk in here, ask for fucking Uber stickers, pretend they're fucking I'm Uber. do that. And then, like, murder somebody. Like, what's fucking wrong with y'all? Yeah. That's... When I got my Lyft ones, they did mail them to me, like, pretty pretty fast. And, um, yeah. So I, you, like, Lyft better. I like that they're more... I don't know. Like I told y'all also, I whenever I try to communicate with Uber... It took them, like, three days to respond to me versus, like, any time that I've reached out to Lyft, like, they're on it, like, right yeah. away. So. Well, didn't Uber have, like, I don't know if it was a new owner, but I remember seeing, like, the commercials on TV. Yeah, they have a new CEO yeah, or whatever because the last one, uh, one of my passengers told me that <laughs> apparently the last one that did a bunch of shady shit and bought a bunch of defected cars. Jeez. Like, because you know how you don't have to use your car. Like, you can use... You can get one from, like, either Uber or Lyft or whatever. Um, really? There's, like, some requirements and stuff. Yeah. Oh. There's, like, certain requirements or whatever. I haven't looked into it because I just don't really care it's to drive another shady, car. shady, so. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, some a bunch of these cars were defected and shit, but he bought them, like, really cheap because they were defected. Again, I haven't looked into any of this. Just one of my passengers that was looking into all of that, he, he told me about that. It was one of my Lyft passengers. Hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I just did it just for the slow times for Lyft. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that app is fucking, I don't like it. But it's another income, so whatever. Yeah. yeah true. Now you, it's like you have a full time. Yep. Kind of. Sort of. Not really. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we started going to the gym. I forced. Yes. Well, I was forcing both of y'all, but Bernice took my bait. So Bernice is now my victim. And (laughs) now we have gone consistently for a whole two days. 
That's it's awesome. actually like not that bad waking up. Mm. I mean, the waking up is hard, but once I'm out of bed and like brushing my teeth and all yeah. that, that's fine. But like the actual getting out of bed, I'm like, yeah. fuck, this is so hard. Well, it's weird because I mean, I mean, I've worked out before and you've worked out before, but it's like the added energy because like we were there almost two hours mm-hmm. and I feel like I could still go, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of like running out of shit to do at this point and I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's just I have more energy yeah. working out than I do just sitting around at home. And when you have your whole day free, I think when you wake up early, it makes such a difference. Yeah. As opposed to like waking up at noon, which I never do. <laughs> Bernice does. Yeah, Dude, I can't. I'm a but... fucking. Yeah. Why do, where do you think the fucking nickname came from that Alex has for me? What's his nickname? He, Bernie Bear. Because whenever I used to work at Taco Cabana, I used to sleep like fucking till like. She was just hibernating. Two or three. Yeah, so he was like, if I, is she hibernating? Like, he would ask my mom. And, yeah, so that's where the fucking nickname came from. He said that I would hibernate. And, like, that's always been a fucking bad habit for me. Like, Alex can fucking run off, like, three, two, three hours of sleep. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you do that. No. I can oh. get, like, a full ten hours of sleep and still be fucking tired. But. That's my wow. Two or three hours of sleep and still, yeah. like. Fucking weirdo. Yeah, I feel no. like there's no way to be a functional human being function. at that point. Yeah. But he's also a dude, so they need, like, less sleep. Like, it's oh, scientifically it, proven that women you need mean more sleep. It's, well, because women do more, so you are right. Like, dudes <laughs> don't do shit. So I, I'm, I see why he could survive off of two or three hours, then I get it. No, but that fool, like, I'm telling you, he goes to the gym, like, twice a day. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, Chill the fuck out, Alex. For real. You need to Ain't nobody need down. the gym that much. But, yeah, I, mm-mm. So this is, this is helpful because, like you said, yeah, you wake up early, you get your workout, you have energy, and then you can go about your day, and you have, like, a whole day open. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure out eating, because sometimes, like, after I work out, like, I'm, I'm, like, not in the mood to yeah. eat, but I know I have to, so. Yeah. That's that's the next part I have to get. Like I've definitely like I've done any fast food or any soda within yeah. like a few weeks now. But or no, I buy I think we usually do something like on a Friday or Saturday. Um is like my cheat day and then that's that's that. See, I'm about to fuck up though cuz in 2 weeks <laughs> I'm going to fucking Laredo and yeah, all bets are fucking off. Did we know she's going to Laredo? She don't ever tell us nothing. She I did tell you because I requested the weekend off. She's fucking disappeared. Oh, for Easter. Yeah. Is that two weeks? Yeah. It is two weeks, right? Yeah. One day I walked I down the streets of Loretta. So I'm going to try and work out every day of the week. And then two days of the weekend, I'm just not going to work out. Yeah. I'm going to see how wanna, that works. I don't want to work out on the weekends. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a Monday through Friday for me. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to try. And then I guess what we'll try too is if we're going to do the morning still, I can see how I feel like going to work after all day. I mean, I did it yesterday because I had to go to fucking work and my day's off switched, but I went in late because I was like, well, if I have to come what in, this is what I'm coming. I think I got in. there at like close to 11. Oh, that's Because I bad. came home and I was like, fuck it. Like I got a shower. I got to eat breakfast. So I took my time. I yeah. sure did. I mean, was, was she fine without you? Well, it was her and um, the new girl. Oh, the new girl. I forgot about the new girl. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, it's like you starting a job on your first day, and you're like, here, bitch, fly. Like, yeah. I mean. So, and, and I knew, and, like, my my conscience kicked in, and I just felt yeah. like a complete bitch, because I wasn't going to go in, and I made up my mind that I wasn't going to go in, but after I sat at my, like, in my room, I was just like, they're both going to have a hard time. This girl doesn't know the registry yet, know this yet, like. 
Yeah. So that's our lives. <laughs> so now we just got to keep updated that we are going to the gym consistently. Yeah. At yeah. Six We're going to post naked pictures now. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, not for a while. Y'all get ready. <laughs> Give me a minute. I really do like the arm workouts though because I can feel like honestly my Dude. my fat wings that's my biggest issue my with my body. Right here. No, like that's all this hurts mine. right here that tricep or whatever the fuck oh, machine yeah. called thing. I can't fucking reach the floor sitting on it. But <laughs> did you not move the chair? No, I do. But you have to be like the thing has to be like right under your boobs. And then your feet have to be on the ground. So that thing that goes under your boots doesn't. It's just doesn't, not possible. Yeah, Did you just, hear my chair? Like, I thought I broke it. I was so embarrassed for a second because I didn't put the thing in right uh, when I moved the chair. So I sat down and I just went. <laughs> I was like. Well, I think I did break the elliptical because the fucking button, like, it gives oh, you, like, yeah. different you levels or whatever. And I have no idea. Like, it, I put it all the way up and then, like, it just turned into two little lines. And I'm like, Chrissy, I don't know what the fuck. She's like, like, what did you do? And up. I was like, I don't Time's up know. on this machine. And then I kept clicking, but I think it was my keys, like, hitting the side of it. Because I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Like, clicking. And I think it was my keys hitting, like, the side of the machine. But, um. Yeah, and we joined Planet Fitness, so it's cheap. What if they sponsor? <laughs> oh, I told Christina sponsor. I'm gonna oh, yeah. work there because you don't have to be fit to work at Planet Planet Fitness. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be fit to work in a gym at all. Mm. I think you. And even that, I'm sorry. I when I went to Round Rock when I signed up, like they were so much nicer there than this dude. Like for you signing up, I was like. Yeah, he was totally. He was like, he was just do this weird. and sign this one. And yeah, and then he was there again today. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, he's, I was like, okay, cool. But he—he's. I think he's a younger dude too. Like he doesn't look older, right? No, think. yeah, I would say probably like early twenties. They have a tanning bed, and I'm really like tempted to try it. But the last thing I need is to do something wrong because <laughs> I've never used one. Oh. Yeah. I've never used one either. I've always been scared. But I know. I've always been scared since Final Destination. Yeah. Like, oh that bitch my fries God. the fuck up in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> like, that's all I can... But they have, they have two rooms, and one has the bed like that, and then one has, like, a standing one. Oh. So I was like, maybe I'll try the standing one, but I don't yeah. think there's well, anything in there. Like, I think I need to bring my own lotions and like stuff. Is it, like, a spray tan? No. Like, they have some beds that are like that where you just stand, I guess, in the whatever entertaining huh. rooms but without the spray on no but i mean like the bed it's a standing one but That's it's still the you the can't light. call it a bed if it's standing <laughs> i said it's like the bed <sighs> anyway any her i won't any be her. i won't be using the fucking tanning shit ever you should i'll just be using the use massage a chair no although i was in the shower earlier and like my hand is so much darker than my boob. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's what I want. The, I was like, it looks like I'm holding somebody the else's areas boob. That, like, never my get hand's any darker sun. than my boob. I, like, I my shit tan. is like fucking pale. Like, I'm fucking pale shit. You're like, whiter than me. Yeah, like my boob is fucking pale. <laughs> my boob that... is pale. If you got a pale boob out there, let us know. <laughs> that's when we bur- pale boobs unite. <laughs> That's why I want to be a burlesque dancer so you can just put tassels on and just like fucking, you know, get some sun everywhere else. Are you just going to be a burlesque dancer outside? Yeah. Like, fuck it. <laughs> During <laughs> the <laughs> summer? Her whole routine is her tanning. Yeah. Uh, just take this boob there. <laughs> no, if I could be the color of my boob everywhere else, I'd be happy. Well, you, you have to, why don't you lay out naked here, dude? Yeah. You have a whole yard no, with nothing in it. I want the rest of me to be the same color as my boob. I don't want to be, be the rest of me. I don't, I don't. 
Do you have body dysmorphia of the color of your skin? I don't like getting any darker. We've discussed this. But why? Because I'm I Mexican. wish I could get darker. I like my normal skin tone, but in the summer I get so fucking dark and I'm like, what the fuck? You, mostly the issue is whenever I used to wear foundation, I had to fucking buy a different one yeah, because I was like, no, I don't like this. No, yeah. I don't like you to get dark. You have a summer foundation and you have a winter foundation. I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't, because I don't want to get any darker. Jeez, one foundation issues. all year round issues do you talk to your therapist about this issue yeah you should you probably should (laughs) put it on your list we're we're dealing with childhood trauma right now we'll deal with the whole fucking skin thing later oh my god stop (laughs) both y'all need to stop right now i bought her last concert like on dvd or whatever but i haven't watched it yet (gasps) i want to I need to watch it. And then I think I let my sister borrow it. So it's not here? I don't know. It's not on the premise. I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't remember. I know my sister asked me to borrow it. I need to to find that. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and transition into um, (laughs) talking about Miss Quintanilla. And why don't we, I guess, mention why we're talking about Selena on this episode. Because this episode comes out on her birthday. On her actual birthday, which on is her crazy. Which, fun little fact, um, Bush, George Dub Bush, yeah. he declared this day. Selena. Yeah. Is it official oh, now? That's cool. It's been official. Like, when he was governor, he, it became official. Yes. And it's only for Texas, though. Like, I don't know if it's like a nationwide yeah. thing, but it was for Texas. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just been like in the news now again that they're trying to make it like an like official holiday. Yeah. Oh, like now. Yeah, so national. for Texas it is. Which oh, they okay. should. Yeah. They should. Everybody should remember her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I didn't even realize when I saw that, like, he was he even gave a speech in Spanish. What? Really? Yes. Oh, I think he, I yeah, I think he is bi- bilingual actually. Yeah, like it wasn't the best, but I was like, go you. Go you. So, yeah, so April 16th is, you know, Selena's day. Yep. And that's when this episode comes out, so we hope you guys enjoy it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so she was known as the the queen of Tejano music. So, and like we already mentioned, she was born on April 16th in 1971 in Lake Jackson, Texas. I don't even know where Lake Jackson is. Um, And there's not really, like, much many facts that I could find like discussing her childhood um I mean a lot of the stuff is is discussed in the movie so like her father was a musician and he was part of the original Los Dinos and so you know once the kids came around actually was, once Selena was about eight years old he formed all three of them so Selena her brother A.B. and her s- sister Suzette into a band called Selena y Los Dinos so you imagine like eight eight years old and you're like in a band, dude. I wish, for real. <laughs> I wish like me and my sisters had a band. That'd be awesome. I kind of had that conversation with my mom because I was like, "Mom, like you didn't push us to do anything." She's like, "I yeah. wanted you guys to do whatever you wanted to do." And I'm like, "Well, look where we are now." That's so. what I told my mom. I was like, "Why did you push me to like be in dancer?" And she's like, "I tried. Yes, yeah, so you that's weren't what into says. it." <laughs> and I was like. You didn't know that I wasn't into it. <laughs> Make me into it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so A.B. was, obviously Selena was the lead vocals. Uh, A.B. was on bass guitar, and then Suzette was on the drums. 
I want to know, like, if the movie, though, was, like, accurate. Like, did they all really, like, dislike it that much? I feel like or, it was like... because the movie was actually made by her family. Oh, that's true, yeah. So I feel like, you know, they're kind of strict on how things should go. Yeah, that's true. They've always had, yeah. like, a... Yeah. So, yeah, they started performing when she was eight. I don't know the ages of the other two. But um, they would perform in bars and restaurants at weddings fairs like all sorts of like wherever they could papa yo-yos at the family restaurant papa <laughs> yo-yos then by 1984 so we're skipping ahead because the band was officially like formed in 1981 so when she was 10 years old um but by 1984 they had recorded their first lp which you told me was like not a full album right mm-hmm. Yeah, so they recorded the first LP under the full band's name, so like Selena y Los Zinos, and all those songs were in Tejano style. Then by 1987, Selena was discovered by Ricky Trevi, or Rick Trevi, sorry, who was the founder of the Tejano Music Awards. In 1989, which is the year that two of us were born, she released her debut album, and then... Honestly, I think from what I could see, that was really when her career kicked off. Like, because after 1989, she started doing, like, more. You know, she really became known. Obviously, you know, meeting with Rick Drevy helped her out. So, the album that she released in 89 debuted on the U.S. Billboard Regional Mexican Album Chart. So, after that... Also in 89, she became a spokesperson for Coca-Cola. And I didn't know, but the first two jingles that she did with Coca-Cola, her brother actually, her brother and uh, her soon, you know, eventual husband, Chris Bettis, composed those songs or those jingles. Hmm. That was cool. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, her brother wrote a lot of their songs. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I knew that. But, you know, for him to even just write jingles for her, like I thought that was cool, you know? Yeah. And then after, after 1989, she basically released an album every year up until her death. So in 89, she re- released her second studio album, which was titled Ben Conmigo. So by the time she was 20, she had already released her third album, which was Nada Se Compara Contigo. And on that one, she had a duet, which featured Alvaro Torres, which was titled Buenos Amigos, which that song does not ring a bell with me at Mm-mm. all. Um, but anyway, that became her first single, her first, uh, number one single in the United, in the U.S. billboards. So the top Latin music or songs chart, sorry. So with that, thanks to that song, she was able to increase her airplay on popular music radio stations. So again, I'm not familiar with that song. Mm -mm. So, but again, I was just two years old when this song came out. So... Um, then in 92, she released her breakthrough album, which I don't really know what the difference in all these albums went because I really thought like it was one, two, three, four, but this is not listed as her third album. Because remember, some are going to be EPs that just are like introducing you to the artist. Mm -hmm. Like some people just put out music until like a full album comes out. And then sometimes on the album, you'll have some of the songs you already released, but then songs like Nobody's Heard. So what's the difference between like a breakthrough album and a full album? I mean, I wouldn't think there's a difference between the breakthrough and a full album, though. Those two should be the same. So, but this one's not listed as her third album. This one's listed as 
Um, I'm sorry, this isn't listed as her fourth album. It's listed as her breakthrough album. It so could be the one that again. actually like brought her in, though. Like, actually set her apart. Probably. And brought her the fame that she got. Yeah, that one was um, titled Entra a Mi Mundo. And that one stayed on the number ones for the Billboard chart for 19 weeks. So that was fucking awesome. Dang. Okay. Get it, girl. Um, in 93, she released her Grammy Award winning album, which was live uh-huh. and also in 93 she started appearing in telenovelas as y'all i already told y'all i love telenovelas <laughs> i just haven't gotten into any recently and the one that i remember her being on is dos mujeres un camino i haven't seen that one in years but that was i think she made appearances in other ones but that's like the most where she had like a significant role i guess hmm. yeah um then in 94, she started her own clothing line, which was called Selena, etc. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that there was two locations. It didn't really specify that, but there was a location in Corpus Christi and then one in San Antonio. Yeah. And she was trying to do one in Mexico. Yeah. So, yeah. And in 94 as well, she released her fourth album, which was Amor Prohibido. A more prohib- her prohibido. 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 <laughs> God. Um, and that one became one of the best-selling Latin albums in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And how old was she? She at the, at those times she's still like in her twenties, right? Uh, 20, she was 23 22, 23. when she passed. Yeah. So. so for these to be released, yeah, like she did so young. much and yeah. just because I mean, if you take into consideration, she was discovered in eighty-seven, from eighty-seven to ninety-four, basically. So she, when she was sixteen. Yeah, so she did all of this in the span of, like, six years. Yeah. So that's insane. Like, but yeah. So she was able to accomplish, like, I mean, because think about it. How many artists do you know that, like, put out an album every single year? Like, there's very few, if any, that do that. Yeah, that's true. So she put out an album, like, every year, whether it was, like, you know, whatever since. So the first one came out in 84, and then the next one came out in 89. So, I mean, that was a five-year difference. But then starting in 89 through 94, she released yeah, well, one they, every year. That's like when she started becoming. Because right. remember, they didn't. She was a female in this male world of Tejano singers. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of it could have just been that, you know, they were already performing them. So they already had them, you know, like they already knew them and everything. Because yeah. AB did re- write a bunch of their songs. Um and so maybe that made it easier because if they started performing from the age of, like, she was eight and then she was discovered at 16, I mean, think of all the songs that he probably created yeah. in those eight years. Well, you have to think also, like, all the hardships that they went through. You know, they really had the financial issue of, like, losing right. their house. Like, their restaurant wasn't making money and right. yeah. all, so, all that stuff that hindered them, too. I did read that at one point, like, their band was basically, like, the sole... Or, like, the biggest source of income for their family. Oh, I so bet. that's insane. Um, but it was, like, when they were still, like, not discovered. I think dad pushed it so much. Yeah. You're staying together, bitches. So, mm-hmm. that, yeah. So, I just, I'm impressed by how much she was able to accomplish in just, like, six years alone. I mean, obviously, it was a big buildup. I'm not counting from the time that they were children and started performing into their teens. I'm just counting, like from the time that they were quote-unquote discovered up until she died, they accomplished a lot. 
Like, I know she gets a lot of the credit, you know, like, it's Selena. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, think about all the people that were involved in it and just helping her get to where she did. Yeah. But, um. I mean, and her brother's, like, still in the music business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think her sister is, too. She still drums, I, I, I don't think. know if she does. I don't, I don't know if she does. Oh, okay. She's the one I think she more, more like... manages, like, the, the businesses of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, her boutique and stuff, because they still have that. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all been to the Selena Museum? Like, Mm-mm. no? I don't really no. go to Corpus. But I've been to, like, her locate her boutique in Corpus. I've been to the statue. And the statue. But I haven't been to the museum. I did go to the museum on the first year that the Fiesta de la Flor happened. And the fucking line was long. Oh, yeah. Like, she has such a crazy insane. following. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, obviously some other, some other, like, life notes... She did elope to Chris Bettis on April 2nd, 1992. So they were married for almost three years whenever she passed. Yeah. It was like three, two days shy of her mm-hmm. of their anniversary. Um, some other notes, like just noteworthy points I think about her was that she actively supported the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Um, and then they kind of like noted this so i don't really understand where this fits in but she supported the victims of hurricane andrew she performed for free at fundraisers concerts organizations and she even recorded like pro-education videos mm-hmm. which i didn't know that I which didn't know that the either. only time mm-hmm. that i think of the only thing i can think of is like whenever captain america is doing like those like oh yeah <laughs> stay in school type videos that's what i imagine that's that's so. like basically what she was doing though yeah so that's what makes this thing like this story even sadder mm-hmm. sadder yeah. word but it's just like because she you don't meet a lot of people who are actually like purely like good yeah. people. like yes we're human we all are gonna make mistakes but from everything that's just projected from her like maybe things would be different like if she was older and like had a longer life to live but from her life that she did live like she was always trying to do good and help other people yeah. and yeah they say the charities doing those concerts aids benefits like doing the D.A.R.E. program, speaking on, like, the school things that you mentioned. She apparently even reached out to victims of abusive relationships and homeless people. So it's just, like, this, I've told you guys a million times before, like, I don't really care about celebrity deaths, and I'm not saying that, like, in an, in an ugly way. It's just, you know, like, it doesn't affect me ever. But her, it makes me really, really sad whenever I think about everything that she could have accomplished had her life not been cut short. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was 23, like... Man. Yeah, it's sad. But, I mean, yeah, like, just with what she was able to accomplish, like, she, she's credited with opening the door to, for more, you know, mm-hmm. um, oh, for Spanish, sure. like, music, mm-hmm. Latin music created by women. Because, yeah, I mean, Tejano music, like, other than her, who do you know that's a woman, like, a female Tejano singer, you know? Yeah. So... Those are that's those are the nice th- notes that I have on her. So if you guys want to add anything, yeah, no, I mean I think it, that's one of the biggest things was the charity work that she did, and yeah. and that's what it's sad because I feel like that's ultimately kind of what got her killed in the same yeah. time. You know, she would ha- known to hire her fans, like she was always wanting to make those connections with people, and it's so it's just so sad because. It, as much as you, like, want to see the good in people, like, it's just that evil that's in the world. And it just kind of reminds you that, like, you have to still be guarded no matter, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also just so, like, how, 
Like, just the fact that she created a bunch of her outfits that she did, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that was impressive. Her freaking mind, man. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like, um, with her boutique, right? It was a hair salon in a boutique. So, I remember watching a video um, of her just, like, being so excited to talk about this boutique. And she's like, you never have to lose that, like, customer interaction or anything. Because she's like, all you do is you lift up the table and here's a shampoo bowl. So, they never have to leave, like, this spot. Like, they just turn around. She, she, and just, like, when you watch her videos, just the excitement of, like, everything she was doing. And maybe that comes from having, like, the humbled background of really, like struggling and going through those hardships but i feel like everything she's doing she was just so passionate about and you can see that yeah yeah so i honestly want to know if she was actually able to finish a whole large pizza by herself i do want a medium pizza oh medium medium pepperoni pizza she can finish Mm -hmm. by herself Mm -hmm. so i want to know because i can't know apparently like yeah that's what she like she did Simple. Actually, say, you know, and Simple then she Texas like girl. fucking ate pizza and didn't work out. <laughs> but I mean, think of all the shit that she's like dancing on stage. Like, I'm yeah. sure that was fucking hard. But yeah, I just, yeah, I just want to know what else she could have accomplished had she just, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, still be here, what did you know? this bitch stop her from doing? Like, what, what could she have done? Like, she would have been how old? Do we know how old she would have been? Uh, 47. Today? Yeah. That's still so young. Or 48. Well, you know, still so her birthday would be 48. Young. Annoyed. Like, yeah. I get an, I get annoyed. And I hate to have to bring up the bad stuff, but we, I mean, obviously a big part of Selena is the death of Selena also. And yeah. um, I think while we're not giving credit to this bitch, you have to kind of discuss it because I think it does. Like I told you, it shows... A whole, the character of Selena and why things really got as as far as they got with that. But as we all know, Holanda, um, that's going to be her name. Holanda. And I feel so bad because I'm telling y'all, when I watched the movie, and the movie, I guess for us being younger when Selena was around is like my like my tie to her in a sense like yeah. I just felt like that's how I learned about her life that's how I fell in love with her life was starting like that's what started it for me so anytime I see that actress and I feel bad I just hate her <laughs> like I just yeah. do like I'm sorry yeah. whoever played her I don't know her name but I've seen her in other stuff and I just don't I'm like change the channel <laughs> Lupe Ontiveros I'm sorry Lupe you shouldn't have done that that was not okay yeah, it was not okay. Um. So, yeah. So, Holanda here. <laughs> We're just going to kind of um, go down the timeline. She was basically a fan turned into the president of the fan club. Okay. So, Selena, they- Selena was known to hire her fans. Um, I think just really giving these people this opportunity. And, I, I, and thinking about it, like, maybe it came with her being so young and just, like, trust trusting everybody because they were also raised jehovah's witness so maybe they were secluded off from a lot of stuff because you know jehovah's witness like it's just it's a lot stricter of a of a religion yeah, that's so true. maybe she really just had this wholesomeness to her that she never kind of i don't know i don't know you can only say maybes but and i'll get into how she got it but i want to give you all the timeline so 1991 um holanda becomes the president of the fan club 1994, she was promoted to the manager of the boutiques. 1995, um, 
there starts to be complaints about like what's going on. So she's been here a few years, like running stuff. And then they start to get the complaints of um, like, she's mean. She was known to fire people. And she was basically two people, you know, she was one way to Selena and then a whole nother way to everybody else. So of course you like Selena really had no full understanding of what was going on. Cause to her, I'm like, this girl's perfect to her, you know? They also then at that time started getting complaints from fans um, saying that they were signing up for this membership. They were sending their money for the membership, but they weren't getting like anything in return. So apparently I think the membership was about like $22 and then you're supposed to get like a gift or some type of memorabilia. Autograph or something. Yeah, like something, you know, and and they weren't getting anything. Um after investigating and looking into that that's when they started finding that like she had embezzled at least like sixty thousand dollars from the fan club alone um and doing forged checks and all that type of stuff um after she was confronted about it she bought a gun lured selena into the motel room and as we all know she shot her in the back and holanda was found guilty and sentenced to life Okay, so that that's our timeline, right? And that's the sequence of how things went. Now, things about just the situation kind of leading up to it is, one, Holanda was never really a fan of Selena in the beginning. She didn't actually like Selena. She, she was mad because Selena was in this new Tejano space of taking these other people's awards and winning other people's awards of artists that Yolanda liked, okay? Well, she goes to a Selena concert, She's just, like, completely in awe of Selena and just, like, the show that she put on. Because we know Selena can put on a damn good show. Yep. Um, and, that, and it was kind of from that point on that she really started getting into her. And that's what triggered her wanting to have the fan club. Is I guess she went to a concert. She noticed there wasn't a lot of, like, either she couldn't get her hands on any or they didn't have a lot of, like, memorabilia there. So she wanted to start a fan club. Well, she really wanted this fucking fan club. Like, she supposedly contacted um, or tried to reach out to them in any way she could. Like, it said that she, tri- like, left, like, 15 messages. Um, I think she's trying to say it was, like, five. But, I mean, after one bitch, like, you crazy. <laughs> yeah. You need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> um, so, that's how um, they finally kind of agreed, like, oh, yeah, we could do this. And um, she was the fan club. Um, she started the fan club in San Antonio. Was um, she from San Antonio? Yes. Well, that's where she was. I, don't, oh, I, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't really pay attention to wanting to look into where the <laughs> fuck she grew up because I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was. <laughs> she started the fan club there in San Antonio. Um, so, of course, yeah, she's just a trustworthy person, you know? You're, you're saying you're doing one thing. I mean, what does Selena know at that point? But the other thing of this that, like, pisses me off is that Yolanda was actually a nurse, did you know that? Mm-mm. So this bitch was a nurse. She Fuck she no. she could have helped her, right? Like when you look into this, like she tries to say her big thing is that she didn't mean to shoot her. Yeah, she says it was an accident. It was the an accident just went off. that she was holding it to her head. She was saying she was gonna shoot herself. Selena was gonna leave, and she told Selena not to open the door and pointed the gun out, and then that's how it happened. There's like, but didn't she chase her like or? I, yeah, no, yes. no, I'm saying, like, did she shoot her in the room, or, like, did she chase her? Because I thought she had, Selena had been able to, like, leave the room. No, I think she was leaving the room, 
she gets shot in the back for leaving because Holanda didn't want her to leave. And then Selena then proceeds to run. This is crazy. 392 feet was the trail of blood. 392 feet. She's running from this room to the front office or lobby area. And she's being chased by this bitch. And it's been said multiple times, which I mean, yeah, witness statements, whatever, you don't know. But the fact that multiple people say it is that she was calling Selena a bitch while chasing her. Yeah. Because there was like housekeepers and stuff like who witnessed all yeah. this. Yeah. So, and, and that's the thing. Like, she's such a fucking liar. Like... I don't know if she just believes her own lies or if she just continues to make it up. But I mean, to say you didn't mean to, you're chasing her with a gun pointed at her, calling her a bitch and you're a nurse. Why didn't you try to help her? If you didn't mean to, if it was really an accident and I shot you, am I going to fucking like start chasing you with the gun? I'm going to say, oh my God, like, let me help. Like, why would you be running? Why the fuck did you bring a gun to in the first place? Because she was supposed to be clearing her name in this meeting so why the fuck do you have a gun on you in the first place well so here's what's interesting so i think i got out yeah so here's what's interesting she supposedly tried to kill selena at least four times okay so fourth time is the time that she actually killed her so there's three other incidents that yes so i know bitch like when i saw this i was like motherfucker rot in jail i hope somebody oh if i ever see this bitch in the streets i am running her over apparently there's i mean there's always been rumors that like people have like a price out on her head if she ever does get out of prison. oh yeah and I she's mean, eligible for parole in 2025 so bitch better be dead up. by 2025 that. that that's the thing like selena has like such a following and even what i was seeing because i mean obviously when it tends to be her birthday or like the anniversary of her death like you just everybody starts talking about it even more, but it's like growing and growing her following. Like, you know, with Mac doing their collection, you have the, the HEB bags that like sold the (laughs) fuck out. Like anything that has her on it is like huge. And like this bitch is a selfish bitch. She's the goat. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about these three times, which is crazy. And and why I want to talk about these is because this is what to me, when I saw this, like shows you the heart of Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what happened is Holanda was getting replaced as the club president, you know, so they already knew I shady knew shit was going on. You know, her know dad that. was the one handling it and more vocal and was like, I don't want Selena dealing with this. Like Yolanda, you don't need to be contacting Selena, like all this type of stuff. And they knew, they knew shit was going on, but in Selena's mind, it was like, well, she's done so good for me or she's made because that fan club, I think had like 8,000 people part of it. So she had grown it so much that she in her mind didn't see like how she was hurting them, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, so she got replaced, um, as the fan club president. And the next day after she got replaced, she went to buy a gun. She bought a 38 caliber revolver and she bought hollow point bullets, which hollow point bullets are like specifically designed to do more damage. Okay. So, and then the excuse that she gave them was that she was working for a family as a nurse and things were starting to get weird or like they were starting to, someone was starting to threaten her. And so she needed it. That was her reasoning for the okay. gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first instant is March 13th. 
Um, she went to a lawyer. She um, got the lawyer to help her and do um, basically wrote a resignation letter. And so this is what people are saying, like, was probably going to be her alibi is that she was resigning and, you know, things just went left. Um, so she did that. She drove to Corpus Christi and she checked into a hotel. At this time, Selena was actually in Florida and um, she had contacted Selena about meeting her at this hotel so they could talk. So Selena met her the next day. So March 14th, Selena meets her, um, but she tells her, like, let's meet in a parking lot that's 25 miles away from Corpus Christi because of the traffic. So let's meet in this parking lot. Okay. So um, what ended up happening in this meeting is Selena actually told her, like, hey, like, I'll let you still be in charge of, like, the stuff going on in Mexico and in Monterey. Like, I'll let you manage that stuff. Yeah. So I think because, like, Holanda heard that, like, she was like, oh, Okay. Like, I'm still a part of this. Like, I get to still okay. be, a, I still get to be a part of her life. Um, so it's at that point that she actually told Selena about the gun. So Selena knew about the gun and she told her that she had it. And Selena told her that she needed to get rid of it and that she would protect her from her dad. And that's, that's what said. And, and I can see that because I think her dad obviously was more the hard ass like you know you don't mess with that you don't mess with his family with you know that's his money right there too and i mean that's the other aspect of it which his life like i think there's selfish reasons there for why oh for sure you know a lot of the groups stay together and all that stuff but yeah so that was selena's first contact with the gun she told her to get rid of it um and the next day holanda returned the gun okay so no gun no more march 27th um, she repurchased the gun because after Selena had let her be in charge of, you know, the stuff in Mexico, it started happening again as far as like bank statements being off and all that type of stuff. So once they started questioning her about it and was like, Hey, I need these statements. She decided to buy the gun again. Um, so she called Selena. Um, she asked her to meet her at a hotel, But then what happened is fans got word that they were going to be there and like fans basically like mobbed them. Mm. And so it's kind of said that the fans saved her life that day because there was too many witnesses in a sense. So the next time um, is the last week in March, March 29th, um, Holanda started claiming that she was raped. And this was her new alibi is that she was raped and she had, like, gotten beaten and all this type of stuff. Um, so she called Selena, was telling her this sob story, and she was asking Selena to visit her alone. Um, but Selena ended up coming with her husband that time. Mm-hmm. And Selena did go into the hotel room alone, um, but he was sitting outside. So she wanted to go to the hospital. Like, whatever happened in the hotel room, who knows? But um, I think that's why it didn't happen is because she was with her husband. So they left, but then um, Holanda was, like, calling her again or paging her, like, hey, like, could you take me to the hospital? And Selena was going to go, but her husband didn't want her to because at that point it was too late for her to go by herself. And so that's when they think that she tried to do it then. Um, And then, of course, the next day, you're on March 29th, that this happened is the next day Selena had agreed to take, see her in the morning and go take her in the morning. And her husband didn't know about that one. So he didn't know, like nobody knew that she was going to meet her mm. again that morning. Um, Cause my other question is like, d- did she not have a bodyguard at this point? Like, 
I, but I mean, I know she was like super trusting and like whatnot. So I mean, I guess it makes sense that she wouldn't have one. But I mean, she was at the point where she needed at least yeah. one. <laughs> I, well, and I think like everybody knew that. I think at this point she was catching on more that she couldn't trust Yolanda anymore, um, because that it, it kept happening. But I think too, like I don't know. Even reading it, I'm kind of like, what was really the draw? Like. I can get being compassionate, but to be screwed over that many times and you keep kind of having this person a part of your life. I mean, it's said that she kind of kept her around or wanted her to manage the Mexico stuff until she found a replacement for her. So maybe she was just kind of dragging her along also until she found out what to do. And, and that's why, but, um, I think there was just some hold, I think that Holanda had over her and was just, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So as we know, she went back that morning. Um, she supposedly took her to the doctor. Um, they didn't really find anything or her bruises didn't match like being raped or anything like that. Um, she had told Selena that she was bleeding so much and all this type of stuff, which was trying to convince her Selena to go see her. But when she took her to the hospital, she had told, like, I guess Holanda told the doctor, like, oh, no, she was just bled, like, a little bit. And that's where Selena was like, mm, that's not what you told me. Um, so, yeah, so they go back. It's, you know, said from guests and stuff like that that two ladies were arguing about a business matter. Um, from what I read, and I don't know how this is, like, how they would know this, um, unless putting two into two together, but they're saying that they were arguing that selena wanted the bank statements back she wanted all that stuff back that had her information on it that she dumped out her bag and that's where she saw the gun and then that's when like she proceeded to walk out the door and then get shot but yeah that and we know yeah like like i told y'all she she chased her she called her a bitch um it's just Selena pretty much died at the scene because she punctured an artery. So, I mean, once you have an artery hit, like, it's pretty much... Yeah. Unless, like, somebody there really knows what they're doing. Like, you don't have much. Because even the ambulance, I don't think it took too long to get there. I think it was, like, maybe a minute until somebody got to her. But, you know, she was in her own puddle of blood. I think the people in the office were trying to, you know... And, and, they, and she... They're quoted as saying that, um, lock the doors, you know, she'll shoot me again. Um, and then kind of like the very like last thing, I guess, that she would have said before, um, she died was like, just that it was Yolanda. Cause they kept asking like, what room were you in? Da da da. And, that, and then she just kind of like lost consciousness there. But yeah, I mean, she didn't tell anybody she was going there. Um, her husband says, I mean, I guess the last conversation we had was like right before that because he had called her because she was supposed to be, <coughs> she was supposed to be at like a recording, I think. And they were wondering why she wasn't there. And so he had called and she's like, oh, I forgot. I'm just handling a business matter. But like never told him like where she was or what she was doing. Because she knew that. He wouldn't allow her to go because mm-hmm. it wasn't safe, obviously. Yeah. So it's sad. And I mean, in Holanda to this day, says she didn't do it like it wasn't meant to be like on purpose. 
Whatever. Even if you had the gun on you, like she pleaded not guilty in your fucking car. Like she's a fucking idiot. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't act the way that she acted if it was an accident. And then to to, to try to leave, and then to sit in your she sat in her car for ten hours. Ten hours. People had to like talk you, talk you out of it. Which I hope. I wish they would have talked you into it. Like, I wish, honestly, you know, they got cops all over the world not doing their job right. Why is this the one time they couldn't shoot that bitch? Like, <laughs> I'd be okay with it. Because, it, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's it's not about, like, oh, her to kill herself. It's about, like, bringing her to justice. But there so, are, because that's a little bit of closure for the family. Like, it's not much, but it's a little bit of closure knowing that she... Because, I mean... There was, she wasn't really trying to kill herself. Like, let's be real. She was never really trying to kill herself. So it's not about, it was about like, she thought she was going to be able to get Mm -hmm. away with it. And she didn't. I don't don't even think she thought she was going to get away with it, to be honest. Like, I mean, she's older, right? She was always older. I'm just like, I don't, I just think she selfishly wanted, if I can't have you, no one else will. So creepy. You think she was in love with her or something? Yeah. Like. I think she was obsessed. They say um, there'd be times where in or in her house that she had like posters of Selena. Um, she had pictures of Selena everywhere. She would have um, videos of Selena that she would show guests. That's like weird. she either that's weird. What, it's like full on obsession. I'm I'm sorry. If one of y'all was famous, like nah, I'm not posting oh, your face. Oh no, I'm gonna send you a picture every year but, for Christmas. No, I'm not posting your shit. I'm be like, yeah, she's fucking famous, but fuck her. Like, <laughs> fuck her. There's a picture of her in the living room, and that's it. That's good. We're good. Yeah. Her Christmas so. cards on my fridge. We're good. Like, <laughs> I don't need no. That's fucking insane. It is. And and I think it like it puts this question of. And I don't want to, like, taint any view of Selena. But it it does put a question in my mind of, did this lady have something on her? Like, what? Like, if you, if I'm your best friend and you know I'm stealing from you, you're one, you continue to hire me at your companies. Two, I show you that I have a gun and you still continue to meet me. Like, that's kind of. Well, to I be just, fair, she thought she had returned the gun true but Which would you did. would you stay, still hang out with me though if i was stealing from you and i showed you i had a gun Fuck no i'd be like bitch you cut off <laughs> and oh you you want me to meet you no i'm gonna send my bodyguard to go it's, meet you and get my bank signed. like you, we're done like, i just think yeah it just it just shows the pureness of her i guess i mean and i mean over the years like I, I, it was a few years ago i can't remember like maybe four or five years ago um yolanda was like fucking trying to stir and say that she knew that for a fact that selena was cheating on chris and like that she had slept with like one of her doctors or something like that and so like but nobody's gonna pay any attention to her like no what but i mean there was also a news reporter that came out with like all these other like but that's what i'm saying like could there be an underlining conspiracy here somewhere cheating on your spouse really a reason for it was just a way shot. to blackmail her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, and blackmail gone wrong, oh, basically. Okay. Yeah. How did she, my question is, how the fuck did you think that you were going to get away with this? Like, you're fucking with her fans. It would be one thing if you were just, like, stealing, like, straight up stealing. But you created, like, this whole idea, oh, send in money, and we're going to do this for you. Like, yeah. how did you think that that was going to just, how did she think that was going to play out? But the thing is, is she did get away with it. 
like you you were able to embezzle all this money and you still had an in with the person you were embezzling from I mean, the first thing was 60000 Who's to say how much more? Because yeah. then um, she was forging checks, so she had the bank account open in her sister's name, saying she couldn't get a bank account. She had access to all the funds. She had keys to Selena's house. She, I mean, and they show in the movie, one of the biggest things is that ring, which there's plenty of pictures with Selena wearing that ring. Like, she loved that ring. Yeah. But, you know, she got everybody to give money for that. She took the money, and she bought the ring on the company card. Like, that's how it was bought. So, I think it became an obsession that went way too far. And Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she felt like she was in too deep at that point and she didn't want to lose her. Yeah, because I was going to say, even if, like, even if it, if you had, like, blackmail on, you know, if you had shit on, on somebody, like, let's say she really was cheating on her spouse, right? And she was like, well, I'm going to out you. I'd be like, fuck it. Like, fine, then out me. I don't care, you know? But you're, for her to go as far as shooting her, like, that had to be, like, a jealousy thing. Like, yeah. She was in love with her, and... She wanted to be Selena. So, go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead and light, lighten this okay. mood. She is one of the most winningness, like, Latin artists ever. Winningness. Winningness. <laughs> winningness. I think that is a word. I mean, she's one of the most awarded. Let's just there, say that. That's she had the most winningness. So, she's been nominated for several different awards 89 times, and guess how many times she's actually won? 82. No. <laughs> It's less, but oh, I mean, it's not too much. 60. Less. A little more. 65. A little more? 70. No. 71. 69. A little down. 67. Yes. <laughs> Woo, I'm so, so good. She's won 67. Yes. So out of those 67 awards, she has one Grammy. She's got 14 Billboard Latin Music Awards. Get it. And 36 Tejano Music Awards. So maybe that's why Yolanda was so bad. Now, do you know, and I don't know if you looked into it, but were these awards, like, won after her death? Okay, so I only know that some some of the Tejanos were after her death and some of the billboards were after her death. And then um, shortly after her death, um, she was inducted into the Billboard Latin Music Hall of Fame. And um, then... Um, shortly after her death as well, she got an ASCAP award, which is like a really prestigious award for composers and, um, songwriters and stuff. She has one of those for, uh, I could fall in love. Um, that was after her death as well. And then, um, in 2017, she finally got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Finally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's a little spiel. She's won many other awards, but I think those were the ones that I just kind of wanted to highlight because how many, um... You know, uh, people have that many awards. Well, and I think she was the first for a few things as being like female, and yeah. then being a Mexican female doing it in the Latin world too. Especially that Grammy. But then, um, so insane. I guess I would kind of segue into like the movie. Mm-hmm. So that movie was actually planned. To, like the plans were starting to roll. Like people were getting hired to write it and everything like five months after her death damn they were just like all right but i think the reason why is because 
her dad said they wanted to kind of get ahead of everyone else who was making plans to make a Selena movie. They were like, no, if there's going to be a movie about her, we're going to be involved and we're going to, we want to have like full control over it because this is our baby and we're going to tell her story. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is fair. Yeah. I feel I like, mean, honestly, they should be the only people to have the rights to make a movie. Well, I mean, isn't that one of the reasons that, like, what Netflix was trying to, like, make a show or something like that? And, like, that was supposed to be with, like, I don't know if it was that one or something else, but Chris was trying to do, like, a, a TV series or something like that, and her dad, like, stopped it. This was yeah. like, a couple years ago. Something I, I read something about that. Because yeah. um, they want, like, complete, like, creative control. Like, they're... Like, he's not allowed. But apparently also, sorry, real quick, just, like, after she died, her dad made Chris, like, sign all his rights away to create anything involving her. That's a rumor I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not. But, Hmm. yeah. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like, you seriously took, like, a mourning husband's, like, you kind of took advantage of him because, like, he's still mourning the loss of the love of his life. And you made him sign away everything. Like, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Is he with anybody? He was married, but now they're divorced. Yeah. He was married to somebody who apparently looked like, kind of like Selena. Nobody can look like Selena. (laughs) But yeah, so the movie was, it started, uh, the plan started in 1995, and then it was actually released in 1997 because there were multiple disputes with the director because um, the the father, Abraham, didn't want um, the movie to showcase her death, but the director was like, no, we need to show this because it's important. Mm-hmm. And um, the father was like, no, I don't want to make it like a sad, like, I just want it to be like a celebration of her life. Um, so there are multiple disputes with that. Um, multiple disputes with a lot of advocacy groups for um mexican americans who were upset that jennifer lopez a puerto rican actress from new york was casted as a mexican american tejano singer and they didn't think that she could pull it off um she didn't no kidding (laughs) (laughs) which is interesting because uh, the headphones gonna come off Do you know how many people auditioned for Selena? Like thousands. But do you know I can't see anybody else playing her? Because it's been like fucking yeah, twenty years. Don't I even go either. there. How many people auditioned? I couldn't but see anybody else. But apparently, Salma Hayek was considered like highly considered. She yes. almost got it, but yes. she was working on Frida at the time. Mm. So she Mexican. Um. But yeah, twenty two thousand girls. Fuck. I would have guessed like fifteen hundred. Fucking casting call. Or maybe there are multiple casting calls, but that in Corpus Christi, I know there was. But one. I'm just. But if you put a side by side of J Lo, no. Listen, and the way she sounded in that movie compared to how Selena sounds, I think it's as close of a ringer as you could get, just down to the laugh. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, she was really good. Samahai can't do that. But you don't know that. So she I, wasn't given the chance. She got too much of an accent. Selena was American, a Texan, a Mexican. But American. she's an actress. How many fucking actors do you know that have accents naturally, but whenever they play a role, it's Can like Sama Hayek, you can't. I you always know? see her accent in every role cast, she does. Yeah, because she's cast in that role. That's no? not fair to say. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, I did not know this, but 
the entire, like, all of the singing in the film is actually Selena. Yeah. And J-Lo only sings those when she starts singing Como La Flor, like yeah. acapella. That's her. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just yeah. those three lines. Yeah, I, I did know. not know that. Yeah, I did. I, I like, think for it's... the longest, I thought it was J-Lo, and I was like, ooh, she sings good. What happened? She sounds just Shut like up. her. <laughs> she sounds just like Selena. Yeah, no. Dead on. No, but, I think that was to the dad's choice also, like, to have her actual yeah. like, real music in it. Yeah. I was reading up on that. Like, he wanted, um, yeah, he just wanted it as, it as authentic as could be, and he didn't want to set up the fa- upset the fans. Um, and... I did not know this, but the actress who played the Selena's mom is actually only four years mm-hmm. older than fucking Jenny. I knew that too, yeah. <laughs> so she had to sit in fucking makeup for four hours to get wrinkles drawn on and shit. And she actually auditioned for Selena too. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the actress in uh, George Lopez, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constance Marie. For the longest time, I wanted to name my daughter Constance because I just thought that was a cute name. But, um, I don't hear it a lot. Yeah. I kind of like those unknown kind of yeah. names that you don't hear a lot. Um, J-Lo it actually made history with her casting because at the time she was paid a million dollars for the role, which is like the most of any Latina actress at the time. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and I kind of wanted to end it on a really, really interesting note that I didn't even know it like at all. Is that in the film, so there's that one part in the film where they're auditioning guitarists for the band. Mm-hmm. And John Seda, who plays Chris in the movie, actually comes in and he auditions. And when he's auditioning, that close-up of his fingers, that's not him. That's no, actually Chris. Chris. Yeah. Because that's apparently cool. John couldn't, he couldn't keep <laughs> up with all the riffs that he was doing. That's and they were cool. like, you know what? Um, Chris, can you come over here? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, I thought those were the the most interesting ones. Of course, there's other ones, you know, of like, it's, I think, the 10th highest grossing movie or biopic ever. But I didn't, I thought those were kind of boring. Well, and I don't think, maybe because like you said, like the dad wants the rights to everything, but I don't think it's like, done any remakes, right? There's been no other Selena no. movies. Mm-mm. And yeah, if they try to remake that, mm. I would be upset. Mm. Just like I'm upset about them remaking, I think I heard they're remaking The Craft. Why? Number one. Why would you do that? That one's a classic, too. Why are you touching it? Please, stop. It's because they, they, I don't know, they're either running out of ideas or, like Bernice said, like you keep like re-releasing things just For to nostalgia. make money off of, like, piggyback off of it. Yeah. So. But I love that movie. I've seen it like a thousand times. Selena? Yeah. Dude, I used to... <laughs> I remember watching it, and, like, when I found out she was at the Riverwalk in that scene, I was like, I need to go go there, oh, and yeah. I need to sit in that exact spot. Oh, my Selena God. Selena sat on that spot. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm obsessed. I love that Not movie. crazy it's obsessed, so like Holanda, but obsessed. And I honestly feel like you're not a true Texan if you're not a fan of Selena. Yeah. You just, you just aren't. Sorry. She was, yeah. She's a fucking Texas icon. Soon. She could have done so much. I could just, like, I would be jamming to her music just now. Like, I just, like, what music she would have right now. How many now. Grammys she would have. She she won that one, and I think it was in 1995, like, right before she died. I feel like she'd be up there with, like, a like a Celia Cruz and, like, mm-hmm. just high up like that. She, she would be a legend in that 
community. Yeah. I told my sister, I was like, if Selena hadn't died, Jennifer Lopez would not have a music career. Oh, because, that's true. Yeah, because she didn't get into singing until after she yeah. started in the movie. And I'm like, it had been a J-Lo who? And my mm. sister was like, shut up. So that, that role catapulted J-Lo. It really yeah. did. She was just a dancer, really. Because, I mean, think about that. Think about her roles before Selena. Like, she was in Anaconda, right? And that's all I know. I don't know. I don't know. I only know her from doing that. All all other J-Lo movies have sucked. I think the only other J-Lo movie that I ever liked is The Wedding Planner. Oh, I like like Made in Manhattan. Wow. Made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. (laughs) I like Made in Manhattan. I like Enough. Oh, Enough. Yeah, that was a That's good movie. That's a good one. So, oh, and The Cell. The Cell is really good. The Cell is a fucked up movie. But I remember seeing that as a it kid. It gave me nightmares. I yeah. don't even I know it. that movie, really. It's a fucked up movie. I think I've movie. seen it. Oh. I don't even have it in my noggin. I don't know if Don't would. watch it. Yeah. But I think I've it might seen it. I don't know. I'll have to see. But yeah, Enough and um, Wedding Planner. One day I walked on the streets of Loretto. Oh. So, <laughs> so no that was our Selena episode. We are fans. Huge fans. Huge fans. And I think all you guys should respect. Have a drink. Take it away. And you always believe that the impossible is always possible. When you're gone, how do you want people to remember? As, uh, not only as an entertainer, but as a person who, who cared a lot um and i gave the best that i could and i tried to be the best role model that i that i possibly could and and the best person i could i tried to help out so closing everything out makes me sad man like it is sad really sad yeah it it's a sad 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 tragic tragic like so spread love Always be true to who you are, because I think she was always true to who she was. And if you have a dream, just continue to go for it, no matter yeah. whatever hardships you go through. And you know, you have you have to make a difference while you're here, because you know what, our lives are short, and you never know when the end's gonna be. And how do you really want to be remembered? Keep all right, guys. So that's another episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye. Bye.